Getting married is an event that holds a different meaning for everyone. For some, it's based on religious traditions, and for others, it's a validation of an earlier choice they made to live with that special someone they love. Hi, I'm Lauren, and welcome to Choosing Your Reflection, a series of discussions that reflect upon the reasons we have for choosing our wedding day outfits. Our guests are diverse, but they all share a common journey. As they share their stories, they'll help us unravel the mystique that exists around choosing that special outfit and what they learned about themselves along the way. Today we have David Luzader with us. I had been listening to his podcast, Hit Me One More Time, specifically the Aliens episode, and I've been really enjoying it. He is a podcaster. Hit Me One More Time is just one of the podcasts that he hosts. And I'm so excited to talk to him today about his wedding experience, both past and possibly future. So welcome, David. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be here. As you mentioned, I host Hit Me One More Time, which is still new, I think, but uh, finding its grounding, finding its legs and starting to run. It's a nostalgia reflection podcast where we look at the things that we loved when we were younger and try to see how do they hold up now to us as adults. It's been a really fun exploration. I'm also on the podcast Movie Go Round. That one I'm more just along for the ride where we have rotating themes to pick our movies. And sometimes it'll be stuff from you know, around the world. It'll be stuff that our audience picks. Each week is kind of a fun new surprise. And uh, it's really great to be here. We're excited to talk to you today. When you think about your past wedding, mm-hmm. where does that journey begin for you? Oh boy, that is a, um, a complicated question. <laughs> uh, it can be anywhere. Man, okay, okay, that's uh, wow. I did not expect for some reason to, to, to get thrown off. I guess um, for me, when I think about my past wedding, it's kind of hard not to view it a little bit through the lens of, you know, I I am now divorced and that does tend to kind of put a different filter on memory. I guess a lot of my memories of it are still the dancing that happened. And um, there's a picture that I love from that day of my niece just cutting a rug and she's, gosh, I don't know, like eight years old. And there's just this great picture of her having the time of her life. And apparently she would talk about it for years after that, just how much fun she had. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also a little bit now just kind of my feelings on weddings in general have changed. So kind of when I think about that, I think a little bit about, uh, and not in like in a negative way. I don't want to say like, I'm I'm now coming here, like I'm anti-wedding. It's just, I think, some of the the practices around weddings I have much different feelings on now. And when I reflect on my own time, it sounds like I was in prison when I reflect on when I was uh, <laughs> in that situation myself, it really kind of like paints now how I view the whole wedding industry as well. To be fair, a wedding and a marriage can be jail if you're with the wrong <laughs> person. So that's totally understandable. Or, you know, if weddings aren't your thing, not everyone needs to get married. Right. Oh, yeah. No, same. But but no, it's still, you know, people shouldn't have to go through a wedding if it's not what fits them in their lifestyle. And I think the viewpoint a lot of the time for men especially is like, no, men don't care. They're just going along with it. They're just doing what they're supposed to do because 
you know, I don't know. There's just this weird perspective on men and weddings. And I guess for some people it's true. They just don't care, but it's always kind of struck me as odd is like, why wouldn't I have an opinion about this day? I'm sort of curious to explore that for you during the process. Did you feel like you were sort of sidelined? A little bit because it was a very traditional wedding and I don't have anything against traditional weddings. I just think they're fine. They're not necessarily for me. You know, I love going to my friends weddings and celebrating with them. Absolutely. But there's just something about the whole country club feel to it that, um, I don't know, just, it feels weirdly distant and I didn't love that aspect. You know, a lot of the times, depending on the size of the wedding, isn't always necessarily for the couple, it's for the family. And I really felt that in what I went through. It's a tricky balance that a lot of people that I do know who are married have come across, so it's not uncommon to hear that. Clearly, you've said that there are certain elements of the process and the planning that you sort of have a differing opinion on. Are there Mm -hmm. specific points of that uh, that you would want to talk about? Oh, sure. Uh, So this is just kind of general to everyone out there. The wedding industrial complex, as I like to call it, uh, is kind of a a scam. And I'm not saying that weddings and marriage is a scam. I'm saying you go uh, and hire a DJ for a party. The DJ will be like, all right, that's going to be, you know, 200 bucks for the night. You hire a DJ for a wedding. Oh, that's going to be 200 bucks an hour, minimum three hours. When it's suddenly for a wedding, uh, times that by five at the very least. Being in the process of planning myself right now, half the time when I inquire about any numbers or prices for things, I typically go, it's for a family event. Like <laughs> I, I almost never say it's for a wedding because I'm curious to see if I'm going to get a different price unless, you know, eventually they're going to ask me what it's for. But I agree. Right. How do you think what you wear for that day ties into that whole sort of complex that you're talking about? I think to relate what I wore to all that, um, because I wore like a charcoal gray suit that was also worn by the other five guys in my wedding party. And, you know, I couldn't tell you like the brand of it. I know I went to a little store in Phoenix where I lived at the time and rented from there and had all my groomsmen rent. But again, there's that kind of like weird distance. It wasn't a suit that I owned or I went and bought part of that being at the time because of my financial situation, um, where now, you know, I'm in a relationship and I'm looking towards marriage again with my wonderful, beautiful girlfriend and Mm -hmm. knowing, you know, kind of what I want different now. It's like, well, okay, now at this point, I, I have a suit that I really like, and I would like to be married in that suit. Did you pick out your charcoal gray suit the first time around or did someone pick it out for you? Um, I can't remember. I I know (laughs) everything kind of went through the approval process, right? Because again, this was a a wedding that I didn't really feel like was for me. It was being paid for by my ex's family and they kind of got final say on everything. So I don't, I don't know if it got granular where they checked off on my suit, but I know like it kind of had to be approved at least through my fiance at the time Mm -hmm. that like, all right, that's good. So did you have any emotions around that outfit or around that day in particular? Because what you put on sort of changes how you feel. 
Mm-hmm. If you wear sweatpants, you're going to take a nap. If you're going to wear a suit, it changes how you mentally are processing. So do you think wearing that suit really changed how you thought that day? Yeah, I think it was just, it was part of the process of the day. Uh, and one thing looking back on it is that the suit was fine. You know, I would, I wouldn't mind owning a charcoal gray suit now, but I was heavier then, um, kind of like the heaviest I'd been in a long time. And so when I do see photos of myself, then that's kind of where my attention goes is that I, I just wasn't overall pleased with my physical appearance. And, you know, the suit probably was fine, but again, also like my suit matching everyone else in the, the wedding party, it just never felt like it really stood out. The one kind of thing that I did to make it a little bit personal, and this is a really cheesy thing now done in 10 million weddings. Uh, you can see it on Pinterest everywhere <laughs> is we did the whole superhero shirts under the suit thing. So mm-hmm. I think that was like a little bit of the, like my little bit of personalization in the day was getting that. It's interesting because there are so many trends now, like how can we make this suit special or how can we make this experience different and how do we be unique, you know? It, yeah. and. And they are fun. They're really, obviously they're fun. You, you clearly remember it, hopefully in a fond way, but there's with the internet, like everyone goes, oh, well, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that too. And then it doesn't feel as unique. Exactly. Because that's technically how the wedding industry became so cookie cutter in the first place. Because everyone was like, well, we're just going to follow everyone else's lead. Yep. And then tra- and that turns into tradition. So it's sort of interesting how like trends now sort of mimic this traditional sense also. Yeah. And kind of going with that, you know, I don't have any problem with wearing a suit, obviously for the wedding. I'm not somebody where it's like, well, it needs to be my outfit. So I'm going to show up there in a, in a top hat and a waistcoat and then bright colored parachute pants. Like that's not how I'm viewing, you know, when my girlfriend and I eventually get hitched, mm-hmm. I just want it to be more personal where it's like, I have this suit that I already own, or if it's not this suit, it's I want it to be a suit that I do go pick out and purchase for myself and, you know, get fitted to me to have this suit kind of like going forward. And I know for wedding dresses, especially, I mean, I, I don't have to go through the process of having to get a dress that you wear for one day and spend thousands of dollars on. And I, oh boy, uh, <laughs> that's a lot, but I just really having gone through the process that I have and now looking forward to, I don't want to say going through the process again, because I don't want to make it seem like in my own life, oh, I'm just repeating what I've already done, but getting married again. And I've been more vocal and my girlfriend and I talk about it of just, let's do what we want to do. And if that's something that some other people have done, that's fine. If it's something that's totally unique, that's fine. It doesn't matter just as long as it's what we want to do this is a slight off tangent, but it's kind of a parallel to it. We play the video game Animal Crossing. And in that game, you have an island and you can decorate the island and build all this stuff. And I remember at one point we were talking about like, oh, we could put this on the island. And I just had this reaction of like, everyone does that. You know, everyone builds this crazy multi-layered waterfall area because you can and it's cool. Mm -hmm. But there's part of me, it's like, are we just going to do that because that's what everyone else does. Like, let's make it what we want it to be. And I can apply that same principle to the wedding where it's like, if, you know, we want to have, uh, I can't even like, I can't, you know, 
something simple like we, we're going to have a, a dance floor and we're going to play all the cheesy dances that everybody loves because that's like a fun time and you know i secretly love the cheesy dances but let's do that because we want to do it not because that's what's expected of us I can totally agree with you there. I also play Animal Crossing with my fiance and uh, we are both also on the same island. And it's true. There's this this sort of like need to be different, but also desire to conform, which sort of is that conflict at all times. And mm-hmm. it totally is relatable in all aspects of life, but especially on this like big day that's supposedly one of the most important days of your life is supposed to represent that for at least your family and at minimum, if not for you as well. Other than picking out a suit that you really love, is there anything else that you would like make unique? If you were getting married tomorrow or, you know, whatever, next week, would there be anything specific that you would add or change or would it just be something like comfortable and... Yeah, suit top, uh, sweatpants bottom. That's the way that I... (laughs) want to live that life um zoom not, wedding you know, yeah exactly uh you know men don't have sometimes as many fun options when it comes to clothes which is a, a really sad but i think that uh a tie and not necessarily like something super wild or super crazy but a, a, just a tie that i really love and, and something that's more than just like a solid color um maybe like some kind of cool pattern or something I think that's maybe where I would focus my quote unquote individuality or individuality impulses of, you know, I'm not going to wear anything crazy. I'll, I'll wear the suit because, you know, look good in a suit and, and it's appropriate for the day, but where I can add that flair where I can, you know, I, I'll probably get some fun um, cufflinks of some kind and some sort of tie that I feel reflects me. Would you pick some special shoes? Because I know sometimes with men, there's like, you wear sneakers or you like, it's always like shoes seems to be a big trend with men, shoes and ties and undershirts. Yeah. Um, I'd probably use as an excuse to get a nice new pair of boots, but um, (laughs) I don't think that uh, there's anything in my mind that's like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear this specific kind of boot and really like dazzle it's just like well you know i'm getting married so i'm gonna buy this new pair of chuckas and we'll be good <laughs> i know that you like comics mm-hmm. and you have an interest in that world but i wonder if you've ever seen any parallels or can think of any parallels between weddings and their existence in comics because i know they're sort of disparate but at the same time i know that they've existed and i'm curious if you have any feelings or thoughts on that oh okay boy buckle in if we're talking about <laughs> weddings and comics uh <laughs> you want to talk about a sham Ooh. so t- typically i mean it's like it's like a tv show right it's like you have two characters get married to kind of boost the numbers you want to you want to boost the ratings whatever your thoughts on friends are post monica and chandler getting married that was obviously the whole season was around those two getting married and, and all that, you know, it's, it's a big event in comics weddings pretty much typically always end the same way, which is either uh, divorce or death because the status quo can't be changed for too long. So the very short answer is whenever I see a wedding in comics, I just kind of shrug my shoulders. It's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) That's that's not going to last. Or like there's going to be some big twist on the day. And uh, like there's 
okay, see, now I'm going off on it. Uh, like there was a, a big X-Men wedding of, a few years ago, and I can't remember who was originally supposed to get hitched. But I remember everybody talking about like, well, it's probably just going to, you know, wh- these two people who are getting married, it's not going to work out. And Rogue and Gambit will get married. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. So it's like, oh, there's no drama even around that. I feel like that's so true. This is m- the most realistic you're going to get in weddings, like <laughs> as a parallel to real life in comparison to, you know, your blockbuster movies or your Shakespeare where your comedies end in marriage. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like comics do the opposite. When you're getting married, it's like, uh oh, <laughs> this this is real. Like something's wrong. So yeah, yeah. No, I think that's uh, or if not necessarily that something's wrong, but it's also like something bad's gonna happen, or it's it's never gonna like fully work out. You know, there's a a really bad Spider-Man storyline where he was married for a while, and then they decided, uh, well, we don't like that, so we're gonna go back to him just dating mary jane and so there's this really convoluted deal with the devil storyline it's awful but all it does is basically it made her decide like oh i don't want to get married but we're still kind of together it's like so what's the what's the point what are we doing here yeah (laughs) and it's weird it's weird because that kind of sets these weird expectations kind of pull it back to reality that there's supposed to be drama around weddings right and if if a wedding is going right if everything's going well and your your life's going right the biggest drama you have is oh well this person can't make it that is hopefully the biggest drama you're gonna have not it's the wedding day and the groom's not here like if that's happening you should really reevaluate everything there's always people who are going like well is this going to work out? Like prepping, you know, there's almost like this conversation between guests or between people who are close to the bride and groom or the groom and the groom Mm -hmm. or the bride and the bride. And they're not always very nice. (laughs) It's almost (laughs) perpetuating this drama. It's like a dark side of weddings. Like how do we Mm -hmm. make this as complicated as possible when it's really not supposed to be this complicated? Yeah. There's this song by Ben Folds I really like. It's called You to Thank. And I've heard him talk about it a few times. It's about a wedding. It's about this couple that gets married. And then as time goes on, they really begin to kind of resent each other. But the underlying current of it is that he's from the South. And in the South, there's all this pressure to get married because people want to have a party. And whether or not you know you really love the other person is kind of irrelevant because it's really all about everybody wants an excuse to get together and drink and dance and have a good time which is which is great which really it, good weddings should be that should be a party but it yeah. should not be like we want you to get married so we can have a party it's like hey we're going to have a party because you are getting married i've really like turned around on the idea that i i think that the ceremony should be small. The ceremony should be the couple and the immediate family and whatever immediate friends they want to have. And then later, possibly at a later date, have the reception, have the big party and just go wild, have a great time. Uh, Because, you know, having gone through a wedding and then the reception immediately followed, I remember walking around because you do that whole thing where you have to go around and talk to everybody at every table. And there are people who were invited because the respective parents of uh, my ex and I were like, 
this person needs to get invited. They have never met you or, or, you know, your significant other, but they need to be at your wedding because I said so. Much rather have it be, let's have the small little ceremony with just like a few people and then go buck wild. Let's invite everybody we've ever even run into on the street to the big party later. It's the best of both worlds that way. You get the safety. It's, it, it really is a safety to have just the people that you really want there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to be able to be like, okay, I can satisfy everyone else who's asking things of me in this big party, but I also get what I need and what my partner and I need together, which is the safety because it's also really like a performance to walk down the aisle and be in front of a bunch of people, maybe half of them you don't know. And you're in like an outfit that everyone's staring at you and they're like, well, she looks ugly and he's, you know, like, and they're probably not thinking any of those things, but you maybe are thinking those things. It's nerve wracking. It's yeah. Well, yeah. And I, and I went to a, a wedding last year and I, I lived in Virginia for seven years and this was a wedding in Virginia in the summer. So humid is all get out. And uh, I remember the, you know, I got there and I got a seat and it wasn't in the shade. It was in pretty direct sun and the wedding was late. So sitting there in a suit in the summer, all this humidity, direct sunlight, and even when like it's all happening, the one thing that, uh, that my girlfriend and I talk about, because she was in the wedding, when we talk about that day was really just like kind of how hot it was <laughs> to have to sit there. A, a lovely couple, you know, they looked great, great wedding, all that. But what I think back to at that time is just, oh boy, that was unbearably hot. Yeah. And, and that's, I feel like so common from the attendees perspective. The guest perspective is I'm just here and I'm trying to like be here and be present. (laughs) And from the couple's standpoint, it's like everyone's staring at me. It's all about me and no one is going to talk about anything but me the whole day. But in reality, that's not what's happening. But, you know, you sort of build this up in your head because society has told us to think of weddings that way and media has told us to think of weddings that way. Yeah. My first thoughts when I roll up to a wedding are, uh, is this going to be an open bar? Um, (laughs) Followed by, who do I know that's going to be here? And then typically sometime around cocktail hour, maybe around the time dinner is being served, I'm like, how long do I have to stay? Um, (laughs) Not always. That sounds very petty. But, you know, depending on how far I had to drive to, to get there, that really can be a factor. Absolutely. I mean... And that's real. That's that's what everyone thinks. I've been to my fair share of weddings that I really enjoyed and also really didn't enjoy. And but you go and you're like, okay, I did I do my due diligence of being here? And and sometimes you're like, I never want to leave. So it really depends. No, it, it absolutely it absolutely does. Um, someone very close to me's wedding. I don't think that they're going to listen to this, uh, but still I'm not going to name names just for my own security. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have any dancing at their wedding. And actually I've been to a couple of weddings that didn't have any dancing. And let me tell you, the energy of that night falls off real quick because you know you eat dinner and then you sit around and you talk for a little bit and you're having, you know, having an after dinner drink. And then it's like, okay, what do I, what do, I do now? If there's... <laughs> If there's no dancing, it's like, all right, that was a nice little visit. I'm just going to go ahead and, and head off home. And it's always great when you can go to a wedding 
and the energy is there and the excitement is there and the fun is there and you can just you know dance your heart out not feel hopefully weird about it hopefully there's other people who have your same level of dance skill or uh, alcohol is involved and you're just cutting a rug to sort of like tie that into what you wear do you feel like what people are in change that energy and a further question is there's you know this big expectation for the bride or one of you know if it's two brides the dress this dress Mm -hmm. is so important it's so important the reveal all of these different elements behind this like one fabric that's on (laughs) this person which can be really empowering or really you know alarming depending on who you are and do you think it's too much hype in our culture for a dress to be so important? And do you, and I, I'm asking like four questions in one, but um, beyond that, do you think it's inappropriate to do that to women and not allow men to also have that? Um, I think, I think strive for equality in all things. You know, if, <laughs> if a woman really is into the dress and there are some that that is a big deal for them, they want to look a certain way. They want to wear a certain dress, a certain style of dress. And, you know, more power to you if that is you. If that is also not you, we need to normalize that because I think, uh, and I understand that I am a man expressing these opinions, but I do a pop culture podcast essentially. And so, you know, have kind of made a, made a whole life out of, analyzing trends and and tropes and stuff like that. And I think Say Yes to the Dress has created this expectation around the wedding dress exponential beyond what was already there. Because how many times now do you see people going to the little bridal shop and they post pictures of themselves with a sign that's like, I said yes to the dress. And it's turned from this thing of like, I want to find the dress that speaks to me today of like, I need to find the dress, the right dress, the one dress. That's like, no, there's probably dozens of dresses that you would look great in. There's probably like a ton of them, a ton of styles uh, that are gonna, are really gonna suit your, your body. Find the one that when you put it on, you say like, I can, I can have fun in this dress. I can dance, I can walk down the aisle. I'm excited to see myself in, you know, in pictures with this dress. And I know like some people, again, the tradition of it is very important. Like a friend of mine recently got engaged and he and I were talking about it because he's like, I really want to do it at this one place, but I may not get the chance. And the one thing I always kind of ask him is like, you know, is your entire happiness, is your whole relationship dependent on where you ask her to marry you? You know, if you don't do it in the right spot, is that going to put a black cloud over the relationship forever? If so, that's not a very healthy relationship. I think that if your whole day, your enjoyment of a day is dependent entirely around a dress and, you know, also for men who might obsess in the same way over suits, if your entire happiness is dependent around this one thing, I think you really got to step back and look at the relationship, the wedding and ask, why am I not just happy going to the courthouse with this person tomorrow and signing a paper? You know, could I, could I have as much joy spending my life with someone going to the courthouse, signing a paper, being married as having the party? Not to say one is better than the other, dependent entirely on the couple. But if push comes to shove, 
is being married and being together more important to you than everything else? And if, if a piece of clothing is more important than that, than the joy you will find in that, I think there's a real problem there. So there's my very long-winded answer to your question. Oh, I appreciate it because it's that is so real and it regrounds, I think, the wedding process because weddings don't feel grounded most of the time. They're this mm-hmm. extremely, most likely, expensive ordeal. And to ground it in, you know what, if we did this tomorrow with nothing, would it still be worth it? Would I still sign on the dotted line? That's Mm -hmm. a a really good gauge of like, is this the right person that you're doing this with? Yeah. And and there's something beautiful about, you know, I want to have my grandparents there seeing me walk down the aisle there's something so beautiful and great about that. And I definitely don't want it to make it seem I'm like, all right, everybody backyard weddings for all. <laughs> uh, but like, just, just, yeah, it is. What, what is your purpose behind wanting to do the big wedding? If you're doing it just because you feel like you should, to me, that, that doesn't feel genuine, but I know also for so many people, the again, wedding industrial complex is strong where it's like, it's not a wedding unless we check these boxes. I feel also that COVID, this whole experience of being on lockdown, of being socially distanced has regrounded the process of getting married as well, because so many people have been forced to not have these giant events Mm -hmm. and if anything, it's come back to like the roots of what you know, marriage means to those two people, you don't have the option to have a million people. So are you still going to get married? Mm -hmm. It forces that perspective almost right now. Yeah, definitely. To kind of relate where I'm at with that, all that, you know, my, my girlfriend and I are living together in Colorado and in Colorado, they actually do have common law marriage. And, Mm -hmm. uh, when we were joking about it one time, I like looked up the, the qualifiers for what would count for her and I to be married. And it's really not a lot. So sometimes, you know, I'll joke about that with her, like we're common law married with this implicit understanding of we will have an actual wedding someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am just happy with where we're at. I would go to the courthouse tomorrow with her, but I know, I know she wants to have a wedding. And because I love her and I want to have that experience with her, I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Here's my opinions. Here's my thoughts. Here's kind of how I view the day and want it to be special to us. But also at the same time, I want to honor her feelings and thoughts and desires. There's a balance, as we were talking about earlier. You don't want to just put on a show, but you also don't want to lose the magic of being able to show everyone that you care. Like mm-hmm. you want to shout it from the rooftops, but you're not trying to be obnoxious at the same time. And yeah. I think that really speaks to finding that balance within a couple. And that's going to be different from couple to couple to couple, what that really truly is. Some couples don't have the luxury of getting to make the day the way they want it to. You know, family dynamics are complicated and I'm not h- here to, <laughs> to say like, tell your family it's my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's complicated. I'm sitting here like, make it your own day. Not everyone gets that opportunity. And that, that kind of sucks. 
a lot of people are getting married with very few people, if any, with them right now. Do you think with a smaller group or even with no one there with you that putting on an outfit or putting on something special that day is important? I think that it is because it marks it in a way. I think of one of the few wedding episodes of TV to kind of bring it back to everything uh, is the 30 Rock episode in the last season when Liz Lemon is, is getting married to her boyfriend, Chris, and they go to the courthouse and he's wearing the sweatshirt that he was wearing the day that they met. And it's a sweatshirt. He's wearing a sweatshirt and jeans. You know, it's, it's not dressed up fancy, but it's marking the occasion. And it, you know, we, we, we remember outfits at, at certain times. Um, you know, she eventually wants to go. She's like, well, it's my wedding day. I want to feel like a princess. She puts on a princess Leia outfit. It's a, it's a great joke, but it also has like the sweetness to it where to her, that's what being a princess is. So even if it is like, I'm going to wear a, a pair of jeans and a nice button down shirt, you know, pick the ones that make you feel good, that you feel that you look good in. It doesn't have to be a crazy outfit, but um, I mean, it could be a crazy outfit if that's what if that's what you're into. Steampunk up your wedding all you want. I think there is something about marking the day, though, and, and it puts you in a certain mindset. It's like, that's the picture of the day that we got married, and there's something really special about that. Not only marking the day that you're doing something important, um, like getting married, but you're also marking the whole relationship, not just that mm-hmm. one day. It's because one day does not make a marriage. <laughs> it's a whole process. It's a whole journey. Yeah, it really should be wear the outfit that you want to wear when all attention is on you in a way that does not disrupt or anger your partner. <laughs> Very true. Important notes. slightly important to not upset your partner (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) and now that we've sort of talked about this do you think you're going to contemplate more about what you're going to wear for your future wedding i hadn't thought too much about the shoes before but now you got me thinking about that it really would be a (laughs) nice chance to get a nice new pair of boots yeah i hadn't thought much before this conversation about specific outfits but I do know that when the day comes and her and I are putting the day together that I will be uh, crafting a look however to phrase that that is always going to be special to that day and special to us as a couple it's really interesting that that the traditional kind of idea is the woman's going to wear a dress that uh, no one sees until the day of and the man's outfit will be picked by committee uh, where I, I feel, you know, for some people, there is that really special thing of not revealing the look until the day of the wedding. And if that's for you, that's for you. But I think the more collaborative you can be, I think the more special the day is for the couple. And I totally agree that collaboration is such a key thing for that day and such a key thing for your marriage. So why not start it now? You know? Yeah, yeah. It, the reveal is sweet and the reveal is cute, but I think there's also so much other stuff just about like makeup and accessories and 
it's kind of fun to like not see each other all day and then see each other for the first time and be like, Oh my God, we're going to get married. Like that's like the excitement should be about that. I think more than maybe the look. I love the idea of the reveal at the same time. Like if, if, if you're not going to know what one of you is wearing, then the other, then you shouldn't know what the other person's wearing either. And that should be just a whole big surprise. Yeah. I think go big or go home. Absolutely. And that ties back into it's collaboration. If you both want to be like surprised, then both be surprised. Why, why are we yeah. putting undue pressure, like priority on one entity when it's about two? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that goes back to a lot of what I was saying before, where the man is expected to just kind of be there and show up. And some men do want to do that, you know, for people who are very happy with the traditional sort of wedding feel and of letting the groom just kind of show up and, and get married, then all right, you know, more power to you. But I think that I know, and I know it's always been tradition of there's way more put in like on the woman's appearance than the man's. I think that there are some shows that are kind of helping to push, you know, that the man should also be focusing on his appearance and having a, a unique appearance for himself and one that expresses himself, um, uh, there's a show I can't, I think it's called say I do on Netflix. That is a really beautiful show about surprise weddings and uh, the look that, that they kind of like craft for themselves is often really, really great. What little I've seen, my girlfriend cries to it every time I walk by. Uh, I know we've sort of hopped around. Is there any like last advice or last comments you would have to share? Um, Boy, I've said, I've said a whole lot. Um, probably my last bit of advice, and this is uh, to the fellas out there, get your haircut a week to two weeks beforehand because <laughs> that'll give it time to grow in a little bit and you'll know by then how you like to wear it and style it. Don't try to get a haircut day of or day before. That's, you know, you're never going to feel quite like yourself as when you've had a little bit of time to let it grow. It was passed down to me uh, way back in the day. So now I pass it on to others <laughs> and find ways that you can to make it your own. Do something for yourself, whether it's something, a small little party with just some of your friends, whether, you know, after you leave the, the big wedding reception, go eat McDonald's in your wedding clothes and, and just kind of reminisce and have fun. Like find a way to make it your day any way that you can. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, choosingyourreflection.com, where we unravel the mystery of the perfect wedding outfit. Check back next week when another beautiful soul takes on the journey of choosing their reflection. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.